Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Friday, November 10th, and we start with local news. At approximately 4 a.m. on Thursday, November 9th, Murray County Fire Units were dispatched to a smoke investigation in the area of Yanali Wildlife Management Area. Deputy Chief Richie Schatz noted smoke from the roadway coming from a deeply wooded area near both private and public land. Drone technology was used by the Murray County Office of Emergency Management to locate the source of the smoke. A 26-acre forest fire was discovered, says Deputy Chief Schatz. At this time, there is no risk to the public. The fire is naturally contained by streams and water sources. State forestry is working to establish a fire line stated Savannah Madison, Public Information Officer with Murray County Fire Department. Smoke is expected to be present in the area for the next several days as trees within the area continue to burn. We are asking that if anyone has information on the source of this fire, to please contact the Murray County Sheriff's Office or Tennessee State Forestry Arson Hotline at 1-800-762-3017, stated Deputy Chief Richie Schatz. A trial date has been set following the arraignment hearing Wednesday of former Columbia firefighter Roy Brooks during his arraignment in Murray County Circuit Court on Wednesday. The trial is set for May 22nd of 2024. Brooks, a former first responder, was indicted August 17th for carrying a firearm on the campus of Columbia Central High School in response to what was thought to be an active shooter situation on May 3rd. The supposed active shooter threat, communicated by robocall to high schools across the state, was later determined to be a hoax by the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation. In August, a grand jury issued a true bill of indictment against Brooks on the charge of carrying a weapon on school property, a Class E felony. Brooks appeared in court Wednesday for his arraignment, but no discussion or details of the investigation were shared in the courtroom. After a brief recess, presiding judge David Lee Allen declared Brooks's case will now go to trial in May. According to Brooks's attorney, David Christensen, he denied a plea deal in lieu of a trial. Though Brooks was not at liberty to comment, his attorney Christensen shared details about what will come next in the case. He didn't take a plea deal because, basically, we don't think he did anything illegal, Christensen said. We expect the trial to go very well for him, he said. Christensen said the offer included a year of probation that would come off his record or a diversion. Christensen said Columbia Police Department, who were on the scene May 3rd, not only didn't deem Brooks a threat given he wasn't an official responder, but saw him as a person who could help if it had been a real active shooter situation. How Brooks was made aware of the scene, Christensen said, was because somebody told him, I think an EMT, he said. In August, Columbia Police Chief Jeremy Alsup stated that Brooks was seen on video with officers but was not an authorized member of any response team. However, Christensen argued that Brooks's history with the local SWAT team was taken into consideration at the time. He wasn't in the SWAT team at the moment, but he had been in the past. Everybody knew him and he was there, and so they put him in Team 2, he claimed, citing that footage exists showing the incident. The May 3rd incident also led to further issues among Murray County Public Schools officials. Following Brooks's initial indictment, Central High School Principal Michael Steele was also temporarily suspended following the announcement of the indictment. 
Then, Murray County Public Schools Superintendent Lisa Ventura released a statement about the May 3rd incident and law enforcement's response, as well as Brooks's presence on campus. The reasoning for Steele's suspension at the time, according to Superintendent Ventura, was due to insubordination and unprofessional conduct at Central High School, with four policy violations related to crisis management, staff relations, staff rights and responsibilities, and ethics. If found guilty, the sentence would likely be the initial plea deal of diversion or probation without carrying an official conviction. It can also include up to two years of jail time, Christensen said. It could be zero days or up to two years in jail, Christensen said. Murray Regional Medical Center has been granted provisional designation as a Level 4 trauma center by the Tennessee Department of Health after a recent on-site review. All trauma designations begin with a provisional status for one year. Murray Regional Medical Center will submit a report and undergo another site visit after one year. The result will be reviewed by the Board for Licensing Healthcare Facilities, and if approved, the medical center will be granted a three-year designation as a Level 4 trauma center. This designation reaffirms our commitment to providing exceptional emergency care to residents throughout southern Middle Tennessee, said Murray Regional Health CEO Dr. Martin Cheney. It wouldn't be possible without the exceptional care being provided by our intensive care and emergency teams, he said. The Tennessee State Trauma Center site visit team conducted a provisional site visit at Murray Regional Medical Center on October 12th to ensure compliance with all criteria required for state provisional designation as a Level 4 trauma center. The site visit included interviews with key personnel, chart reviews, trauma activation criteria, and reviews of various facility and staff resources, capabilities, and services. Trauma center designation is designed to identify hospitals that are committed to providing a given level of care for trauma patients. For more information about the State of Tennessee's Trauma Care System Plan, visit www.tn.gov. Yesterday, Columbia Central senior Savia Morgan, a standout athlete, has signed with UT Knoxville. With more is WKOM's Barry Duke. Hey, this is Barry Duke with WKRM, WKOM Radio, Front Porch Radio Network Sports. And joining me now is the lady of the hour, Savaya Morgan. And congratulations, Savaya, on signing with the University of Tennessee to play softball for the Lady Vols. Thank you so much. I know this is a very exciting night. A lot of people showed up and uh, coming out to uh, see the signing, and it's a very exciting night for you and your family. What are your feelings right now? I'm very excited, and I feel accomplished. And it's a big start, because uh, what made you choose the Lady Balls? I know you were uh, courted by several schools, but what made the Lady Balls number one for you? The coaching staff, for one, is very amazing, and it's closer to home for me, honestly. It's only three and a half hours away, and when I talked to the girls and stuff, it just felt like home when I went there. And I know you're excited. You got all your family, your friends out, your grandfather, your father, your mother, your little sisters, and everybody came out tonight to see this big celebration for you. So I know that made you very happy, and uh, you got a bright future ahead of you. Yes, thank you. And of course, uh, you got basketball season coming up also, so you're excited about that too, huh? Yes. And being a senior, uh, I know you've seen that, you know, starting as a freshman in, in basketball and softball and and this is your uh, crowning year, your senior year, so I know that makes you very excited. Yes, it does. So uh, what position are you expected to play at the University of Tennessee? Outfield. Any position out there. Okay, any position. And I know uh, saw you play softball this year, got a lot of speed. 
what is your biggest attribute other than speed for softball? I know you got a big uh, batting average. My ability to track balls on defense is amazing. I'm able to just, as soon as it comes off the bat, I can just tell where it's going. And I know you're excited about your future, and you got a big future ahead of you with the University of Tennessee, and I uh, want to wish you luck. Is there anything else you want to say before we go? No, thank you. Go Vols. Thank you. This is Barry Duke, WKRM, WKOM, Front Porch Radio Sports, saying later. Murray County's Veterans Day Parade is right around the corner, and the Grand Marshals have been announced as hometown heroes Beverly Williams, who served in Vietnam, and Dale Winston Riggs, who served in the Korean War. This year's parade, which will take place on Saturday, November 11th, will be the county's first in recent years. Raised in California, Beverly Williams received her bachelor's degree in nursing in 1966 and later received her master's degree in healthcare management in 1977. Williams began active duty in 1966, where she was assigned to MAC Scott Air Force Base in Illinois to hospital nursing. She then served in Da Nang, Vietnam, in the 22nd Casualty Staging Flight from April 15, 1968 to April 15, 1969. Upon being promoted to the rank of captain, Williams' assignment was a treat and to treat and prepare casualties from all branches in Northern I-Corps for evacuation for additional care. After returning home, Williams joined the California Air National Guard, becoming part of the 146th Aeromedical Evacuation Squadron in Van Nuys, California, before graduating from flight school in 1971. According to a biography provided by the Murray County Veterans Services Office, Williams became inactive after marrying, but remained on reserve status until she was honorably discharged in 1987. Williams, who has resided in Spring Hill since 2010, said she is excited and humbled to serve as one of the Grand Marshals in the parade. My heart is always with Gold Star families and our returning vets in varying needs of ongoing services provided by Lisa and her staff at the Vet Service Office, she said. Also set to be in attendance as the second Grand Marshal is Korean War veteran Dale Winston Riggs. Born in 1933, during the Great Depression, Riggs enlisted in the Army at only 16 years of age. He served as a combat infantry medic in the 9th Infantry 2nd Division from 1950 until 1953. Originally from upstate New York, Riggs moved to Spring Hill in 2020. Riggs says he believes he was born to fight for his country, while adding another factor in his decision to enlist was the condition he was living in at the time. One of nine children, Riggs said he didn't have his own bed or pair of shoes growing up. Generationally, men of my age enlisted in swarms because it provided three square meals a day, your own pair of shoes, and a bed to sleep in, Riggs said, adding that his brothers also served. Riggs said he was first assigned to the medical battalion when he found out I knew how to drive. I was a medic in the ambulance, taking wounded POWs back to the base, he said. I volunteered to go into the infantry next. I was assigned to a rifle company medic in the front, on the front lines, serving in the 9th Infantry 2nd Division. Of all the battles, Riggs said, his hardest was Hill 365, known as Old Baldy. There was nothing left up there, he said, just tree stumps and holes when we got done with him. Coming home was a difference between daylight and dark, Riggs said. I did get married and have kids, but you ask any veteran and it never leaves you, he said. I am an 89, soon-to-be 90-year-old man, and every night I sleep, I dream of climbing the mountain and all the nameless faces of boys I lost in my arms, he said. For his service, Riggs received the Combat Medical Badge, Bronze Star, and Purple Heart. Riggs was also one of 13 men to sign the petition for the creation of the Korean War Monument in Washington, D.C., 
Riggs is also the founding member of the Korean War Veterans Association organization, which was founded in 1984. Riggs said he doesn't take being a Grand Marshal lightly. Much like the medals in my display case, I didn't do any of this for recognition, he said. I did it for my country. You never forget it. Murray County's Veterans Day Parade is scheduled for Saturday, November 11th at 11 a.m. The parade will start at Columbia Plaza on West 7th Street, passing the Memorial Building before turning at the Pocomb onto South High Street and ending at the Mule House. Temporary road closures are expected to begin at 10.30 a.m. with the parade starting at 11. Road closures will be on West 7th Street from Beckett Street to the intersection with North and South High Street and on South High Street between West 7th Street and West 8th Street. Road closures will reopen immediately at the conclusion of the parade. Motorists are encouraged to plan ahead, utilizing alternative routes if travel is needed in the affected area during the temporary closures. There will be no street parking allowed on the 300 and 400 blocks of West 7th Street or on the 800 block of South High Street beginning at 9.30 a.m. until the completion of the parade on Saturday, November 11th. Yesterday, a grand opening was held for Lighthouse Kids, a new service facility for children with autism in Columbia. Front Porch Radio's Delk Kennedy attended the ribbon cutting and spoke to Lighthouse Kids CEO, Kathy Welch. This is Delk Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. This afternoon, I'm at the grand opening and ribbon cutting for Lighthouse Kids, a new uh, resource for Murray County located right here in Columbia, Tennessee. I'm speaking with Kathy Welch with Lighthouse Kids. She is the Chief Marketing Officer. Kathy, tell us what Lighthouse Kids is all about. Yes, sir. Thank you, Delk. Uh, we are an ABA facility, which means we do applied behavioral therapy for kids with autism. Um, once a child is referred to us from their doctor, ages 2 to 12, we um, take that referral and we work with moms and dads and families to get the children into service so they can begin working on social skills, academic skills, um, functional, behavioral, lifetime skills like learning how to you know, behave at church or school or or, uh, learning different uh, scholastic activities, school readiness skills. Um, we have great relationships with pediatricians here, and that's where the, re- the referral starts is with your pediatrician. If you have concerns, uh, you go to them, and then they refer the children to us. We're the first center-based ABA facility in Marie County, and we're so thrilled about that. And we're welcoming children starting on Monday into our center uh, to begin learning. Some children will come on a half-day schedule. Some will come more of a whole-day schedule. Uh, some kiddos will come after school. Uh, we have social skills activities and other activities for them to promote acceptance into the community and higher functioning at, at school, learning how to sit and attend, all of these good school goals that and life goals that we want to teach them and teach them how to advocate for those themselves. And I noticed, though, it's not all just about learning, learning, learning. There are also, of course, learning and play go together, but I see all sorts of great things like slides and games to play and that kind of thing. Absolutely, Delk. What we do is very play-based therapy, and because it's play-based, the children really don't even realize they're working. They're getting playtime and they're getting social time with their friends, and in the process they're learning these wonderful skills, and we're tracking how they're doing on their different skills, and every six months we redo their assessment and see, okay, they've they've mastered this skill, let's add these skills. So everything builds every day on the day before, and it's wonderful to see their progress. 
us. We've had several parents with our other centers say just in two weeks they could see a tremendous change in their child, and that's really what it's all about. There we go. So now it starts with a physician referral for the child. It's children 2 to 12, is that correct? That is correct. We also have um, Spanish-speaking RBTs. So if uh, a family does not speak English as their primary language, we can coordinate with them on therapy, and we have one-on-one therapists that speak Spanish and English, so they can work with the child, both languages or just one, and then we can you know, work with that family to make sure they get their documents translated and all their explanations and everything done so that they know what's going on because we want them to be on board with what we do here. That's amazing. Now, insurance is accepted. All insurances are accepted. Uh, we find a lot of children on ten care um, need a, a greater deal of services because they're younger, you know, the two to five range. So we accept all of those ten care products and all commercial insurances. And for more information, where do people go? For more information, they can go to lighthousekids.net. That is our website. Uh, there is an uh, inquiry email there, uh, and we also hire from that website. So we have careers at lighthousekids.net. If anyone is interested in working with kids, we would love to interview you. Uh, we generally will hire as more children come. We will hire more people. That's how this works, so that we have you know great coverage because we want every child to have a uh, somebody dedicated to them all day long to work with them. Absolutely amazing. And again, this is Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. I'm with Kathy Welch. Uh, she is the Chief Marketing Officer for Lighthouse Kids, a new center here in downtown Columbia for children 2 to 12 with autism. And they're here to help. Kathy, congratulations on your grand opening and ribbon cutting. Thank you so much, and thank you for welcoming us to the county. We appreciate it. Thank you. Delighted to do it. And now, your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Beverly Little Fitzgerald, 88, passed away on Sunday, November 5th at Murray Regional Medical Center. The family will visit with friends on Saturday, November 11th from 2 to 4 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. A private family inurnment will be at McCain Cemetery on Sunday. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why the way you feel has always been so important to Susie and Tony Sowell. When people come here, I hope they feel like they're working with a person who's just like family. And by the time they leave here, I hope they feel like they're a part of our family. What I like most is when a family is leaving, they can say thanks. You made something we thought would be hard easier than we thought it would be. Not that we made it easy, we made it easier. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern middle Tennessee weather, we will have a mix of clouds and sun today with a high of around 60 degrees. Winds will be out of the north-northeast at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, we can expect mainly cloudy skies and a low of 41 degrees. For your weekend forecast, we will see more clouds with highs in the low 60s 
and lows in the low 40s. There is a chance of overnight rain on Saturday. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover more news from right here in your hometown. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Keep listening. 101.7, 103.7, WKOM, WKRM, Delk Kennedy, owner-operator. Great to have you with us. Family first. <laughs> My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Neusen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years, and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. Your home is your biggest investment. Getting the most for it when it comes time to sell is important. At The Way Realty, we help you get more by providing all our clients with a full-service real estate company. At no extra cost to you, we help you prepare your house to look its best with home staging, landscaping, professional pictures, marketing on all the major websites, touch-up repairs, and home inspection repairs up to $700. 
Get more with The Way Realty by reaching out to us to see what we can do for you and to find out the market value of your home. Visit us today at thewayrealtytn.com. Call us at 931-580-4669 or stop by our showroom at 800 Hatcher Lane, Columbia, Tennessee. You're listening to your local radio. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7. This program is sponsored in part by George Vrylis and the great team at The Way Realty. I'm Tom Price. And now more local news. A Columbia native has been named a Tennessee Tech University trailblazer. Landon Kurtz, a junior psychology major, is among the select group of trailblazers for the 2023-2024 year. The Trailblazers program brings together top tech students to lead personalized campus tours for prospective students and their families, connecting them to campus in a more personal way. Trailblazers represent the best of our campus community. They're dedicated students who exude Tennessee Tech's spirit of hospitality and welcome and are an integral part of how we communicate tech's story to future Golden Eagles, said Karen Likens, Vice President for Enrollment and Communication at Tech. By leading personalized campus tours, Trailblazers foster genuine connections with prospective students and their families, helping them discover all that tech has to offer, she said. The Columbia Academy graduate says the best part of being a Trailblazer is being able to connect with students and families. We are able to get to know and help them through our own experiences, Kurtz added. Recalling his own journey to campus, Kurtz noted that he toured several schools with great programs and resources for students, but Tech seemed to have everything he wanted. Kurtz, who plans to continue his education by pursuing a master's degree following his expected graduation in 2025, says the best part of his university experience at Tech has been the people he has met. My professors challenge and help me to achieve my goals, Kurtz said. My friends make life in college memorable and interesting, he said. Trailblazers now play an integral part in the admissions process and new student recruitment at Tech. Prospective students and their families who are planning a visit to campus will be paired with a trailblazer to lead their tour of campus. With a diverse group of students who make up Tech's trailblazer class, the university aims to personalize the campus visit experience of each prospective student, focusing on their individual interests and independent major. Prospective students interested in connecting with Trailblazers can visit www.tntech.edu forward slash Trailblazers. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. 
If you're coping with a chronic condition or injury, your physician may recommend surgery to relieve pain, increase mobility, or improve your overall health. At Murray Regional Health, physicians on our medical staff perform surgical procedures in an array of specialty areas with the most advanced technology available. When you need surgery, count on our experienced surgical team to deliver exceptional care close to home. For more information, go to murrayregional.com surgery. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee today, and now our final story. It's that time of year again to load up on a tall stack of flapjacks and continue a Columbia tradition that's lasted for more than 60 years. Columbia Noon Rotary Club's Pancake Day will take place from 6 a.m. to 4 p.m. Saturday at the Memorial Building, located at 308 West 7th Street in Columbia. Dine in or carry out all you can eat. The Rotary's secret recipe pancakes, sausage, and beverage of your choice. Tickets are $10 or 3 for 25 and may be purchased at the door or from any noon Rotary member. Proceeds from Pancake Day will go toward the Rotary's many charitable projects, including scholarships for local students. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on Kennedy Broadcasting WKOM WKRM Radio. If you ever missed a part or all of this broadcast, you can listen to it anytime or read the transcript online by visiting frontporchradiotn.com. It's always there for you. I'll be back on Monday to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great weekend.